0: Are we, are, we, are we live? Are we, are we live? Good afternoon. Good evening. Good morning, ladies and gentlemen. You are live here with the young the, the young god. You 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 are live here with the, the, the young god and button 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 man. The, the, the young god and button man. This is this, this is a revolutionary broadcast. This is this, this is a revolutionary bro- broadcast. It 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 is November. It's, it's a time. It, it, it is November time. Pacific stand, stand, standard time. We are just gonna get into it. We are here with the Sleuth Gang. This is our first official podcast of the revolution, and you're here with the young God. I decided that I should sit down. Today is October 12th, 2020. We've been on the road since May 29th, 2020. With over 130 days into this revolution, one thing is for certain. We are just getting started. Today I wanted to sit down and I wanted to have a discussion and talk to you guys about what I've experienced, what led me down this path, and how I ended up a photographer turned documentary filmmaker. I feel like it's a cliche when you're like, it's just a day like any other, but it genuinely was. See, my birthday is May 21st, and if you know anything about being a Gemini... When it's our season, we soar. Eight days after my birthday, still thinking that it's time to turn up, not really thinking too much of the coronavirus. I went out to the lake to enjoy some libations, some meditation, some self-healing to see protesting erupt on the street. Because George Floyd video was released. Now at the time I had saw the video, and just like Sandra Bland, I was outraged. But as I was sitting there at the lake, Minding my business, hearing the commotion. I fortunately had my camera that day and I followed the protesters. And I would call that day D Day because across the entire nation, riots erupted. That's how I got my platform when I recorded some white supremacists breaking into the Walgreens, and at that time, I genuinely was yelling at them to stop, because I was unaware and unprepared for what was about to transcend next. Later on that night, my video went viral with 3.5 million views, and I didn't even have a Twitter. I continued to stream every single day in the Bay Area. Documenting what was going on every night, every morning. Every curfew that was inflicted. Seeing arrests. Being shot at. Sprayed. Gassed. Watching children get maced. It was so surreal. You know, <clears throat> it was the first time I had seen swine in real life. First time I seen snipers, long shooters. First time I seen a tank. I was in Walnut Creek, California at a protest, looking at a sea of Caucasian. And I spoke for the first time. I had no idea what an activist was or who I was becoming. But all I knew was that I was sick and tired of being sick and tired. I was sick and tired of watching my people be killed on TV, and that no justice was ever given. No one was held accountable. It sparked something inside of me, and I do believe that it is my ancestors. I was so enraged at what was going on, I could not stop. From sleeping in my car, to sleeping at friend's house, to traveling from the Bay Area down to Southern California. That's how I got into the lynchings. When on my life, someone told me, They just hung a man in Palmdale, California, named Robert Fuller. We were in Oakland that night, celebrating the Fuck the Curfew protest. And they hung another man. As we're out on the streets for Breonna Taylor and George Floyd, they hung another man and called it a suicide. A suicide on a tree in 2020 by a black man. Now, within the black community, we have a beautiful thing called code switching. And we do it to make others comfortable. So we know when others are code switching as well. So to be told constantly, Time after time again that we are committing suicide by hanging. It was like an eerie feeling like Sandra Bland. And I didn't really know how to feel about that. After traveling to Palmdale, I found myself in Victorville where Malcolm Harks was hung. I found myself going to Lancaster, California, a.k.a. Clancaster, California, speaking to the residents there where they had told me of all of the white supremacists who lived there and taught them. The eerie feeling that you had in the pit of your throat being in there, watching people drive with Confederate flags, nooses hanging on their windows. This was my first time ever seeing like this with my own two eyes. So documenting it was ever more important.